Welcome to another episode of Talking Chaos. In this episode, we'll be discussing Warlock Fred's recent um, loss of his 20s. <laughs> in this episode, I'm in the hot seat. We actually have finally hit the birthday episode. Um, once again, we would like to thank our patrons who have supported us thus far. This podcast is possible through their contributions. Um, if you'd like to join our patrons, our Patreon can be found at TalkingChaos. Or I'm sorry, Patreon.com/TalkingChaos. Right on. I uh, I appreciate that. Uh, anybody who listens to us, I'm a huge fan of. I, I I'm a little out of it at the moment. We'll we'll be fine. We can do this. <laughs> um, Warlock Fred turns thirty. He recently turned thirty. Uh, how do you feel about turning thirty? So for me, turning 30, like happened at like, or people started bringing it up at like 27. So like, but I went through legitimately like the five stages of grief with turning 30. When did the first stage start to happen? You say like uh, 27? Yeah. Like about 27 where people were like, oh, you're almost 30. Like, no, no, the fuck I'm not. Denial hard. That denial, like that hard denial of like dirty or 30 was a fucking dirty word to me. Dirty 30. Yeah. Like 30 was a fucking dirty ass word. Like it was, we, we cuss a lot on here and it was a fucking dirty word to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Denial is not just a river in Egypt, my friend. That's for sure. Um, How do you feel about it now? how, How do I feel? Like I've eventually I've came around, like I did like the bargaining shit. I, I met my good friend whiskey during this time frame, and like, <laughs> and the, the got acquainted out. with his dear friend bourbon. <laughs> yes. And, and that helped well, but like, I've actually reached the acceptance point of, you know what? I guess like if I really have to be 30, I guess I'll be 30. It, it doesn't help though, that like my daughter like was there for my 30th birthday. And like, now she's like, Hey dad, you're still 30, right? <laughs> like and it's, and it's like been almost a continual thing like almost like every day every other day like hey dad you're still 30 right like yeah i'm still fucking 30 like <laughs> there are days you still like, can't reach the cereal right it was like burning <laughs> her with other stuff trying to get back make yourself feel better you're, you're still fucking four right <laughs> yeah we're eating raisin bran for the next couple of weeks listen hon, <laughs> unless you remember that i like to be 27 will you get captain crunch again well, I mean, it's always nice, and I feel a little young whenever I go to a like a, a liquor store, like you know, somewhere where like a restaurant, and they're like, "Oh, can I like I order some whiskey or whatever?" And they're like, "Oh, can I see your ID?" Like, it makes me feel young. I know that it's because I look under forty, but like, it makes me feel <laughs> like I- definitely <laughs> definitely take advantage of a law there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I know they're legally obliged to ask me how old I am and to see my ID, but. uh I I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I almost get a little disappointed now when I go to the store because I go to the same store and they stop asking me for my ID at like twenty four. So they're they're just like, "Yep, here's your smokes." I'm like, awesome. Oh Thank no, the, like there was a store back when I was like twenty three that they'd be like, "Oh, are you twenty one?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm twenty one." They'd be like, they'd look at my ID for a second and like I was like, "I'm sorry, it's not a fake ID. It's just that I've been twenty one for a minute and I just like." Yeah, I'm 21 is more of the accurate description than, yeah, I'm 23. Like, I don't want to be that old yet. <laughs> yeah, nobody likes you when you're 23. 
famous, <laughs> famous song lyrics from a very, very like a close band of mine. I appreciate it. Um, what are you most disappointed about in being 30 or turning 30 or still being alive? <laughs> Honestly, that I didn't get my shit together sooner. Yeah. Like, like I mean, like... That's be- a very relatable 30s feeling. Oh, oh absolutely. Like, I mean, that's, I'm pretty sure what you said as well. But... Um, oh, yeah. It, it, it resonates well with me because, like, the... I was a real person before I joined the military. Like I jokingly say that to <laughs> people I'm in like the military with because they like they go in at like right out of fucking high school at eighteen and they're like, Oh well I'm you know Dapper Dan and whatever the fuck else like you right. know, Frank, Frankie first year type shit. And it's like no, like I actually like I, I was a person. I've experienced like being broke as fuck. Like there have been some jobs that I had where I was making $900 a week and there were other jobs or there was a point in t- my life where I was, I had b- between my wife and I, we weren't married. At the, or, no, we weren't married at the time. Like we had 36 cents to us. Like the yep. two of us. Been there. Yeah. Definitely been there. I think that's almost something that anybody like, it's a it's a rite of spring, so to speak, for people between the age of twenty one and thirty. Like if you haven't been broke as fuck, then either you had your shit together for one, which most mommy, don't. Yeah, or mommy and daddy paid for everything. Right, or you were silver spooned as all shit. Not necessarily silver spooned, because that that's another level. I have like, a broad sp- sense of what that word means, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm a little yeah. silver spooned because right now my rent is exuberantly cheap. Like, people live in cardboard boxes for more than what I'm paying for rent right now. Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. <laughs> they have a crack habit, too, but that's not the point. Um, hey. <laughs> what are you most encouraged? What's the most encouraging part about being 30? What are you most excited about in being 30? Is it the whiskey? Is that the part that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that that was a good part of it. Um, like, finding bourbon was a good part of it. Like, <laughs> that, that adventure to finding bourbon. God damn, you should write a book called Finding Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, someday. We'll see. Um, but, no, I... What a am I most run-through of your 20s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I most encouraged about? I don't know. Like that, that's a, that's one of those rough ones that like, what am I most encouraged about? Like, I mean, I'm not like 19 anymore where I can't drink, but also like I'm not 19 where everybody's like, well, you got your whole life ahead of you. You get to do all these different things. Like, <laughs> like you've got so much look, you've got the future to look forward to. Your whole like, life yeah. is ahead of you. Yeah. yeah I, I think like half of it is if I'm dead well, by 60, I, I'll be pretty happy. Well, like the the whole like nineteen year old, like you got your whole life ahead of you, and it's like yeah, except you fucked up the economy. So really, I don't. That's <laughs> kind of true. I, I got to. We fix fucked it up too a little bit. Like we didn't do it no way, but like we haven't helped, and we've been contributing to the economy ever since then. Well, I mean, we. It's not necessarily that we fucked up the economy. That was fucked up before we got. Like we turned eighteen, and it got fucked up. But it was more the. Like we, there was a lot of things going on that like we can't contribute. Like we're trying to now fix what the generations, excuse me, the generations before us like fucked up. And so we're trying to fix what's going on. Whereas we don't have the means, the income. It doesn't sound very encouraging. (laughs) It's, it's not, it's, 
that's why it's so hard to find something that what am I encouraged about? I mean, I, do you have your shit together now? Would you say I, yes. Do you find that encouraging? I do like that. That's for me. The encouraging thing is that I have, I'm able to pay my bills, pay my rent and still have a little bit left over to be able to either put it in savings and like, so I can work towards retirement or like be able to go on a vacation. That's, you know, like something that I've saved for and done or worked towards and earned, but also like, um, so I grew up in a family where we had more or they had more kids than money. And like, I I have three siblings and now I have one child and I can be able to spoil the fuck out of her if I so choose to. And, and that's something that I'm encouraged about. Like, I'm right. You don't have to try to split that budget between her and three other people. Yeah. And like, not only that, but like split that budget, but also like split the feeding that person, like, you know, split Mm -hmm. feeding six people is a bit more different than feeding three. Yeah. Well, two and a half, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, fuck, you should see how she eats. It's three. Jesus. Um, Speaking of your family, how did your parents prepare you for the world that you stepped into? And when you were, like, at what point did you feel like you got your shit together? Was it recently? Was it a few years ago? Was it yesterday? (laughs) (laughs) So um, my parents didn't really prepare me for today's world. I mean, granted, they also weren't prepared for it themselves. Um, That's a fair statement. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't think I, my parents were prepared for being adults. Yeah. And um, so like with them, it was more the like, oh, you need to, you know, get good grades so you can get into a good college. And then you need to get into, once you get into a good college, you need to get good grades so you can get a degree. And then, you know, like you can get a good job if you have a good degree. And like, that was kind of the like spoon fed version, despite the fact that my dad w- worked in a factory, like was blue cow- collar most of the, his life for his entire life. Yeah. And, and, and so like with me, it was not only was it the like oxymoron of like, wait a minute, this is what you did. And you're telling me to do not that, but also the like, um, like I, I guess in, in a sense they were like, well, you can do better than us. So you really need to try and do that. Like I, I appreciate that part of it. But it was also the, like, you didn't, like, they didn't provide the means to be able to do that. It's almost like they knew that the world was going to change because it changed for them and they weren't prepared for it. So they were trying to put you in an environment where you might prepare for something, but they weren't sure what exactly that something was. Exactly. And it's more the, like, and so, like, the world today is very different than what they prepared me for at 18. Right. Like, at 18, it was a clusterfuck of like the housing market had collapsed and like everybody, like people of our parents' generation were looking for the exact same jobs that I was looking for. And and that was something rough to have to deal with was the, like having somebody with 20, 30 years experience trying to go for the exact same job. I Oh yeah. And, and they're absolutely going to win out because the experience is what's going to always win hands. Right. And it doesn't bode well for the environment when you're looking around and you're seeing people who have been doing the same work for 35 years and they're having a hard time finding work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was the most treacherous part of my uh, mid mid to early mid 20s to late 20s and into my end of becoming 30. Yeah. Um, are you where you wanted to be when you were like a teenager, a- 20 years old? When you turn uh, 30? So I had this grand fantasy and I, and I say this because like 
I don't know why, but for some, I had some weird belief that I was going to like my, my conviction was I wanted to go and work for the FBI and see BC some like crazy ass super spy, like, like it, which doesn't make any sense. You want to go work for the CIA for that shit. But <laughs> I mean, I've seen enough ABC specials where dudes lie. So you could just lie. Get yourself a couple, three wives and like six kids and tell them you just work for the FBI when you don't. Well, I mean, and if you work for the CIA, you just tell them you work for people, you work for the state department and you're good. But <laughs> they, they always say that though, to like chum up the, an excuse for being gone for long periods of time. And they spend yeah. like a week with their family, a week without, but they're with their <laughs> other family or the other, other family that nobody <laughs> knew about. <laughs> but so as far as like, am I where I wanted to be? Absolutely not. Like I took an inc- incredibly different like path. Again, like, that's totally stereotypical for uh, I think most 30 year olds. Yeah. Like, I can, I would love to meet a 30 year old that knew 10, 12 years ago that they would be exactly where they are today. Oh, absolutely. And like, so I, I was going to say the, like, I went into like, I was going to be in the FBI. And so I went into like, like my, I went into college thinking like I actually went to attended a four year, four year university that I ended up dropping out of. But like I attended a university where I, like my major was criminal justice. And like, I was going to like, I was going to be somebody and do something and change the world because that was what we were fucking taught as kids. That's hot. Yeah. I love <laughs> and, that uh, shit. <laughs> and like, well, not only could I not afford it and they were like, yeah, this isn't going to like, you know, this isn't going to work out. And I didn't want to end up in, you know, however, like tens of thousands of dollars, of hundreds of debt. thousands yeah, of dollars, actually yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. And so for me, it was more the like, like I moved forward and like ended up getting, like I worked as a server for a while. I worked as in the factory for a while. I worked in a couple different factories for a while. And um, like, while it wasn't what I wanted to do, it was what I needed to do in order to be where I am now. Yeah. I feel the same way. I don't think I'd go back and change much of what I I went through. Yeah. And it was more the like, not necessarily failing upwards, but that's kind of what I, <laughs> I fucking love that term. That's one of my favorite terms in the world, actually failing upwards. Like I failed upwards and the like, okay, well I went from a server to working in a factory where I made more money. And then I went and failed upwards to making more money at a different factory. And then again with a different factory. And then I got laid off and um, my girlfriend at the time, now wife, she was like, why don't we go and talk to a recruiter? Like, I know you're very, like, at the time I was really like, I don't want to go in the military. I don't want to get shot at it. I want it like, cause like that was a realistic thing. Like, yeah. At that period of time in our nation's history, I understand it's died down a lot since that or since then, especially in the middle East, but like that's still a risk. Yeah. Yeah. That was very much a real thing that happened over there. Like people were still dying like a couple hundred a year at least. And there were people from our hometown that didn't make it. Yeah. And it's not necessary. And it was more of a, like, that's not what I'm trying to do. But she was like, you know, let's go see what they're about. Let's go talk to them. And like, if you like what you see, we could, we can go from there. And so I went and talked to the dude. And at the end, at that point, I was like, you know what, I've kind of got nothing going for me. Like the, there, there was, there wasn't really much to be like, oh yeah, like this is, this is totally what I'm doing next. And so, like, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, right. Yeah. I do want to say that this is in no way a recruiting tool. We're not advocating that other people make these choices that you and I have both made. 
we're just merely stating that these are the choices that we happen to make and yes. that this was the best choice that you thought at the time and you seem to be okay with it. Yes. And like, yeah. So like, so I ended up going to a recruiter, ended up getting recruited for lack of a better term. Like I know that there's, there, there are absolutely, I'm, and I'm not going to lie to you on this, dude, there are absolutely recruiters out there that will lie to you in order to get you to sign documents to join the military. Like that, right. that's absolutely a thing that will happen. And I don't like that, but the recruiter that I had was very upfront and honest with me. Like, right. yeah, this, this is a possibility. Like the, like the, Hey, yeah, you might get sent down range. You might end up having to do these type of things, but like, but like this is these are the benefits and the opportunities we can provide you. Yep. And these are it, the realistic risks. These are the cost benefits that you need yeah, to yeah, take yeah. into account. And so with me, it was more the like taking and in, taking that into effect. Like you know what, like cost benefit analysis type. Shit. <laughs> right, so, right. Like you know, like risk reward. Uh huh. Yeah, whatever it is, like. Um, I ended up taking that opportunity and moving forward with it and decided, you know what, fuck it, let's, let's do this. I'm kind of really excited to ask you this next question. If you could go back and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you say? <sighs> Stop being so fucking awkward. <laughs> Agreed. I probably, like, did I say something similar? <laughs> yeah, possibly, I feel like yeah. I'm right in the road, same boat as you. Like, I fucking petted people like without their consent. I should have got me too in my early 20s for like Jesus. inappropriate groping. I'm just to guys and girls. Like I was a non. There were <laughs> everybody was a victim um, or possible victim, but it was no, I was so awkward. Yeah, but this isn't your episode, it's mine. Fucking, mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, goddamn, mm -hmm. call down, bitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hear you. Preach, brother. <laughs> but, like, no, I, I, in all stop honesty... Stop being I, so goddamn awkward. Okay, what else would yeah, you say? Well, stop being so goddamn awkward. Like, get learn some goddamn social skills, which I don't know how the fuck you do that overnight as an 18-year-old, other than, you know, moving the fuck out of your parents' house and, you know, doing some shit with it, like, at 18, fuck, when I turned 18, I w it was summer vacation between high school and college. I was still working the first job I ever had, which was as a dishwasher. And like, and like, so I was pulling in decent money for like 18. I was pulling in decent money of like, oh, like it's a hundred bucks a week type shit. Like, mm -hmm. which nowadays is like, what, what are you going to pay for with a hundred bucks a week? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't eat for a hundred bucks a week. Neither can I. I can't afford food for a hundred bucks. So I can't do it. But so in all actuality, like if I were to go back and talk to my 18 year old self, like if it didn't change the future, like between. Um, oh no. Now, Say it did. Say it did. Oh, it, Say it did. Okay. Then I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. Do ROTC. Like go get your college education and get the military to pay for it. Like, again, I'm not trying to recruit people, but like. That, that, that's a very legitimate thing that happens. like if this is where i am now i wish i would have done all this other shit to make it better yeah and make and my so, money where it is in that pocketbook yeah i hear you yeah and yeah, so um with that i would have uh like very much done that and been you're not like, gonna tell your 18 year old self to invest in like bitcoin or something strange like i mean let's get rich bitch <laughs> i mean uh, more again with the out trying to affect the future too much. Oh, come on. Tell them when the Red Sox win the series or some crazy shit like that. <laughs> like, I think the Cubs won too, didn't they? 
Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, those are both huge things that nobody ever thought would happen thirty years ago, or even twenty years ago. Yeah, and I, I mean, think both shit, of them happened after ago. we were eighteen years old. Yep. I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure. Um, what about what? What do you think eighteen year old you would have would say to you now? Well, even going like if I may real quick go back mm-hmm, to the previous mm-hmm. question, like the I honestly would have told myself like, dude, I need you to dump the girl you're dating. <laughs> <laughs> like not necessarily like nothing wrong on her, but like there's a lot of shit coming your way, and it's better you avoid it by dumping her now. Yeah. And so like with that, what would 18 year old say? Like, wait a minute, I'm not dating or I'm not married to so-and-so. We don't have X amount of kids. Like, right. And so, I'm in the fucking military. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, got me, like, wait a minute. I'm in the, I sold out. I'm in the motherfucking military. Like that, like, what do you mean? I'm in the military. Like, what do you mean that I've moved away from my hometown? And like, I totally feel moved, that that's, like, that's absolutely. I think 18 like, year old me would have been shell shocked about where I like, what the fuck do something. Just get off your ass. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every day you can be able to do something like that. <laughs> eh, I don't know. Eh. Eh. <laughs> but, but no, like the, you sold out and joined the military, but at the same time, I think 18 year old me would have been proud at the fact that I'm not in my hometown anymore. I'm not like, you know, I like granted my, you got out. Yeah. Like I got out. My path took a different, took a different turn as far as like, you know, I didn't get my, yeah, granted, I didn't get my college degree or anything like that. Like I'm, I'm still like actively working on that. That's actually one of the things I'm doing right now. But, um, like what would 18 year olds say about you, your life now? Like you have a fucking kid, like, right. Where have you been? Where, where have you been? That might you, be a question. Yeah. Like, like the, like, where have you been? What have you done that has put you where you're at? Right. Like, and, and that's even the thing is like, do we get to do cool shit? <laughs> yeah. Like, do we get to do some cool shit? Like, nah, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. I'm a bit of a letdown. I'm well, not the partier or, that we thought we might be. Or like, Hey, like, as you said, be like, how many people have I like hooked up with? And like, <laughs> did I say that? Did I yeah, say that's what 18 year old me would yeah, say? Like, how many people, how many times, not necessarily how many times have I gotten laid, but like how many people have I hooked up with? And it's like the, well, I'm sorry to say it's still in the single digits, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, with the, had I made different choices, like the, I guarantee, like I, I, I do not think that you are a better person based on the higher number of people that uh, you've slept with. <laughs> not. Like that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that like whether you're a prude and like the, oh, well, I need to, you know, have an exclusive amount of people. Or like if I don't have, if I'm not married by this amount of people, then I'm a shitbag. Or if, you know, oh, well, I have, you know, 200 people, like congratulations, you probably have every STD in the world. But <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, but like, but more the like, um, you're a containment hazard. (laughs) (laughs) But like, more the okay. You're like a dented can of beans. Like you just keep being put back further on the shelf. (laughs) No, I'm all right. I don't need like what? What's the disease that you can get from botulism? Botulism, botulism. All right, go (laughs) ahead with what you were saying. But like, it's more the like, fuck. 
you, you you interrupted me and now I forgot what I was going to fucking say. Yeah, well, tis life, my friend. This is a um, sad part about being 30. <laughs> that it is. Like, between alcohol and 30, like, fuck your memory. Kid, your memory's fucked. <laughs> yep. Who are you? How old are you? But, um, yeah, the, like, how many people are this? Like, there's, there's people that, like, hey, d- you can hook up with this person, this person, this person, but you need to be able to be strategic about it. Like, like you like, that's some shit I would probably throw myself. I'm gonna throw we, have, we have some serious opportunities ahead of us and I do not want you fucking this up like I did exactly <laughs> look kid there's some opportunities that are to come your way and I'm gonna fucking like I'm gonna get throw you this bone right now you can get this bone I'm giving you the golden ticket to fucking Willy Wonka's kingdom right now I swear uh, to god <laughs> I'm giving you the fucking golden ticket to vagina right now. <laughs> that's fucked up uh, I I got Ricky rookie numbers, but we're gonna we're gonna up your numbers, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Instead of getting into Bitcoin, we're gonna get into Tang. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any other final thoughts on this uh, Warlock turning thirty episode? You know, it honestly thirty isn't as bad as you think. Like I know that everybody's like it's the end all be all. Like oh my god, that thirty is when you get old. Like, cause don't get me wrong. I was absolutely like when I was fucking between 18 and 29, that's absolutely where I was, was the 30 is fucking old. Yeah, and, for sure. And don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, 30, like I, I make the jokes of like, I'm fucking old and shit like that. Like I'm an old fat man and shit like that. But like, <laughs> I'm but with you. 30 isn't as bad as you really think it is. Like there's a lot of shit that happens between where you are now and 30. And hopefully you take those, the initiative to be able to further and better yourself to take those steps, like take that leap. Even if it's not necessarily something that ends up working out for you, at least you can say you try. Yeah. Like and that, for, that, for audience members in the post 40 category, I swear. And I, I think I speak for Fred and myself when I say this, that, we will try to cherish these next 10 years far better than we would have <laughs> our 20s, okay? Oh, absolutely. So that when we get into our 40s, we're not totally fucking screwy about ourselves. Just like, God damn it, I have done nothing for 20 years. What the fuck? Oh, oh my memory's going to be fucking gone by 40, I, I swear. <laughs> Who are you? How did you get here? What's your Why name am I again? talking to you right now? What are these things <laughs> on my face? This has been another episode of Talking Chaos. If you guys like what you hear, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash talkingchaos and sign up to be a patron. Uh, There's a ton of cool rewards. One of the great rewards is for people who spend at least $5 a month, you get early access to episodes. It can be up to 48 hours ahead of time, sometimes a week. We're getting better at scheduling those. Thank you again for tuning in and have a great day.